Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I'm, I'm Matt. And Matt apparently doesn't like good movies. No, well, that's... that's oh. He has 500 <laughs> copies of Batman and Robin in his damn house. Okay, so I guess that was that was that goes without saying. But I... I cannot believe this. There was a bombshell dropped before we started recording that Matt does not like the film Alligator 2, The Mutation, which we are speaking about today. This is a movie. On this podcast. This is a <laughs> film. Uh, it is full of beautiful performances. It is There is an incredibly talented actor playing the, the main <laughs> character who is really well respected in the world of acting. And... I mean, are you talking about Mr. Baloney? I'm talking about Joey Baloney. Joey Baloney. Come on, man. This movie's <laughs> full of baloney, which is very fitting. That's why his last name is that. Uh, That's why he got casted. The famous actor who played Dr. Malavacqua in Transylvania 65,000. <laughs> One of the other greatest movies of all time. Now, that's a good movie. That movie rules. It <laughs> As is does, a, uh, you know what else is good in that same vein, which makes that? a great double feature, is uh, Wynorski's Transylvania Twist. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I have not seen it, so I'll, oh. have to, yeah, I'll have to include it. But Transylvania 65000 is one of those <laughs> movies that uh, Michelle and I have watched together pretty much every Halloween since we've known each other. Nice. Like, it's just one of those movies. So romantic. I fucking love it. It is a Gouliere family tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a thing. So one day, Michelle and I, my wife, whose last name is Soulier, my last name is Gallagher, uh, we got, like, those, like, uh, when they send you uh, address labels from, I don't know, like a children's hospital or something. They somehow managed to combine our last names into Gouliere. And we were like, <laughs> How did we never think why of this? Why didn't we think to change our name when we got married? What is wrong with oh, us? We man. so should be Gouliers. I'm so mad now. But whatever. We in our hearts we're we will always be Gouliers. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. You ready to talk about this delight of a film? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, honestly, I'm actually shocked. I can't wait to hear why you don't like this movie. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll. I watched it three times, enjoyed it every single time. I begrudgingly watched it the second time. Wow. To, 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 to pick up the awesomeness that I missed the first, and it just wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's um, go. All right. Okay, so... Uh, we do an open of a, our camera's just doing a little floating through a swamp, which turns out to be a sewer, which is a location that is in this movie that is totally inexplicable. It is, they have an underground swamp that has growing cattails and things that you would find in a swamp, but it is covered, and it is like, it's just a combo location that is crazy. It's quite the weird ecosystem. It uh, is the weirdest ecosystem. Future chemicals uh, helps, that, <laughs> helps that, I believe. I think that probably has to be something to do with it. Um, I the don't world know. of tomorrow, underground today. I mean, this place is a pond. I mean, I hate to skip ahead here, but like the the location they're talking about is a park. And there is a man-made little pond here, which they refer to as a lake. And they're constantly like... My family used to fish down fish here. Fish the land here. Until Where they came. the man? What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Thank you. What are my problems? <laughs> this pond is two feet deep. 
did somebody release koi in there that you guys have been eating? What is fucking going on? Uh, that's a part of this movie that I found delightful. But uh, but we see this this part of the sewer that's a little deeper in, and there's a rat perched on top of a human carcass. It's like just like a sort of meaty skeleton, and it falls over, and then it climbs back up, and it falls over again, which was adorable. He's a clumsy little guy. Clumsy little guy. Uh, He's not a trained actor. They couldn't find a they couldn't find a real stage rat for that. But uh, I liked him. They couldn't find real stage people either. <laughs> I love these guys. Okay, so we're we're introduced to our two thugs who work for the uh, for the mafioso type land developer. What's Vincent Don, right? Vincent Brown. Brown. Okay. And. Uh, one of them, one of these thugs is like a, a Bosnian dude who looks just like the Iron Sheik. He's like a taller version of the Iron Sheik. He's pretty awesome. They're doing some sketchy business, dumping some chemicals into the sewer, and their boss, the highest, like, a <laughs> mo- <laughs> In a full-piece suit and nice <laughs> bad guy trench coat. <laughs> He's just, like, hanging out next to the thugs who are dumping chemicals. I'm just gonna say... I don't want to give hints to people who are trying to do organized crime, but one of the big benefits of organized crime is distancing yourself yeah, from the Yeah, you're never crime. at the scene of the crime. <laughs> you know, but I want to give him props, because Vincent, like, he he's, not a, on. he's not a micromanager. He gets I, right in there. I mean, he is a micromanager. He's like, hey, <laughs> dump that chemical. Keep dumping yeah. <laughs> it. Are you dumping it? You're still dumping it. Okay, good. Keep dumping it. Yeah, yeah. good dumper. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, and so, um, yeah, so he's kind of like a, he's like a skinny, tough mafioso guy. He looks Played like by a, uh, Steve Relsback. What is his CV? What do I know him from? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, he's a, you just know his name. He's in a lot of things. He is. He's in everything. <clears throat> he's he's like he's, a bad guy. In, I believe he's mostly bad guy in action movies, I think, which is definitely. not my, my wheelhouse whatsoever. I mean, this movie... Uh, we say this a lot, but this movie is like one step away from being an episode of the A-Team. Like, mm-hmm. you take that alligator away, and this is straight up just an A-Team episode. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a bad guy, and he wants to build condos, and he's taking over all of our houses. Okay, well, so let's build a crazy tank car and take him out. <laughs> so he's poisoning the sewer. That's just a side gig, because he's got to get those... He, he also runs a chemical company. He's, okay. He's, he's um, divested. <laughs> he's, so, okay, hold on. He's got his fingers in a lot of pies. I th- so after my third watch through of this, <laughs> I think I think that it is possible that this is all part of the same plan. That the reason that people are selling off is because they're saying it's no longer safe to live there because there's so many chemicals in this water. I don't think so because he's he wants every he wants to everybody to sell his house so he can tear it down and build the condos. So like why there wouldn't be any condo market for him if he poisoned everything. That is true. He's just not very... He doesn't think... Uh, he doesn't plan out the future very well. He has not planned his future very well. I, I still... He doesn't really have one anyway, so he's going to be... Okay. Good, good he's point. He's going to be not okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. So we go back, we get some alligator POV, and we see two dudes spear fishing. And <laughs> this... Imagine going down to Deering Oaks Park <laughs> and spear fishing right now. <laughs> Which is exactly what it would be like. It and is... if you're not local, just like picture any park in your picture neighborhood. Picture the smallest park with a man-made lake that they drain every year to get the duck <laughs> shit out of it. 
it's just like that. And, and they've been fishing, their family's been fishing <laughs> for years. For generations. For generations. <laughs> like, <laughs> you think that they've got, like, Pueblos built on the fucking, in the park or something. There's this this idea that, like, they probably had two scripts here, and it was like, oh, yeah, this was going to take place in South America in a tiny fishing village <laughs> or something. And it's like, no, you're, like, in East L.A. or yeah. something. You're These are regular houses, and it's just... People don't need to sell to him either. Yeah. I uh, okay. We'll we'll get around to that. Oh, just um, uh, the last movie was in Chicago, right? Yes. Okay. It was, and so that's the other thing is that that movie. I mean, unless she just somehow, unless our scientist in this movie is just somehow unaware of the one gigantic mutant alligator that was in a sewer. That's another giant problem I have, because he asks about alligators later She's on. Like, eh, we're there we're jumping ahead. They're ones. like, yeah, there was a case in New York, but they were small and crappy, like. What about also, the giant was... alligator attack that had to have made the news? <laughs> it was just like, it was like page seven or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, a uh, 50-foot-long alligator burst through the uh, burst streets, of, the Chicago, streets but of Chicago. That's probably unrelated. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. They even made a board game about it. Come on, <laughs> what the hell, man? Uh, okay. So... <laughs> Uh, these two spearfishing guys, one gets eaten, and then, you know, we see the f- the flashlight floating on the surface. We get the Kool-Aid water effect, where each time somebody gets taken down, the water goes Kool-Aid red. Also, the rating of this got taken down from an R to a PG-13, so we don't get any, uh... Oh. We don't get any goopy gore at all. Interesting. That's, that's why it comes off very, very tame. It does. It definitely comes off very tame. And confusing in places like it it also feels as though they made some interesting choices where they had to change things or maybe go back and reshoot stuff i feel like the ending is a full-on reshoot like oh, i can't like attacked on ending like well, right exactly like they found out that oh people didn't like the way that you ended it before like i feel like it ended with the alligator dying from the poison yeah and it just like falls like fl- flips over on its belly and they're like okay it's dead yep no, no, you need no, to it see needs a, to explode. You need to see an alligator explode. Get the fuck back oh. in there. Okay. Oh, by this, the way, just pick up some bazookas on your way. <laughs> first off, I do... Okay, again, I do love this movie. I'm not being sarcastic. I do very much enjoy this movie. It is stupid as hell. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and one of the... There is one unforgivable sin of this movie, and it is the ending. And, like, every part of the ending, they drop the ball consistently. You can, Like... The most unforgivable sin in filmmaking is to set something up like this and then just ignore it. There is a bomb inside this alligator at the end, not to skip all the way ahead. And then they're like, it never goes off until they shoot it with a bazooka? Yeah. Fuck that. Okay, (laughs) we'll get to it. That's stupid. It never went off because the alligator bit the detonation (sighs) cord to it, so it has no... Right, nothing, but no mean, impetus to tell it to go off. The whole point would be to smile, you son of a bitch, the thing, and shoot it, you know, or whatever. Like get this its movie's mouth not that open. Clever. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not clever enough to rip off Jaws, yeah. which is <laughs> okay. Uh, we are now introduced to our hero, El Solo Lobo, uh, who hears a noise downstairs in his house. He's asleep. Oh my God, what is it? He grabs his gun. No, what is it? Explain to me how this happens. What? Where's this noise coming from? The noise is coming from the timer that his wife set on a tape recorder with a message 
to no, he, tell. No, he's he's got a VHS tape that he puts in with Eventually, that message. Yes. What's There's going on before that? There's an audio tape that is on a timer. He says, "Oh, a timer." Oh. And she just recorded like the sound effect montage. To... <laughs> yes. Okay. So that he would grab a gun and run downstairs, think, feeling like his life was in danger. She's like, I know my, my husband's a cop who deals with inner city violence a lot. <laughs> I'm going to make him think there's an intruder. <laughs> this will be great because I know exactly what his PTSD, uh, like <laughs> what his triggers are. So <laughs> this will be real funny. And so she does that. He goes downstairs and it's like, oh, he's got a cake and a note from his wife. And she uh, she says to play the tape on the other tape. And it's like, OK, he puts in this <laughs> he puts in this VHS tape. And hey, D. Wallace Stone's in this movie. Hooray. Yay. She's awesome in everything. And this is no exception. Uh, she is with their kid and they're like recording this message because he works different hours than they do and they never see each other and it's basically and there's really there's a couple of moments of weird sexual entendre uh, yep right in I front of that kid did not enjoy with like while she's holding the kid i felt i felt very unsafe. don't worry we're never gonna see that kid again <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing he has a, it's a good thing they made this thing up that he has a son because it, it plays a really important part in this movie you know it's funny you mentioned that i didn't even notice that <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We never see that fucking kid again. <laughs> we don't even know his name. <laughs> it's El Solo Lobo Jr. Bull Cut Barry. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's Central Casting Child. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, yeah, so that's awkward and fun. It was yeah. weird and awkward, but also it was it was charming enough that it's like, hey, we have a we have a really pally relationship and we don't hate each other and i will say that that was a vast improvement over a lot of these movies that have the cop with like an antagonistic relationship with his True. wife and like there's a lot of that kind she'll of action he'll get that at din- he'll get that at dinner later go oh, and that felt really out of place yeah like that whole thing her reaction her sitcom reaction was so like that's not, like that's you're not late, who this so person is. I just left your steak to way overcooked. Boo. Yeah, that that didn't work for me, but that's okay. Um, and also his kid guilts him for uh, for smoking. He basically there's a there's a running gag through this. Oh, it's hilarious. They're trying to keep <laughs> Okay, there's a running line in this. Yeah. That's basically he's not gonna get to smoke because his parent his uh, his kid doesn't want him to smoke, his wife quit smoking, and somehow he's not gonna ever get to smoke i just wanted him to get a smoke at the end i i actually liked the way that that worked because he kept trying to smoke yeah and everything kept like it kept yep. failing the whole time and then the last time he gets the moment where he's like i have a cigarette and i can smoke he was like here you want a cigarette and he was like you know what i quit yeah. <laughs> no sorry man i quit <laughs> i was like fuck that's kind of i don't know that wrapped it up for me <laughs> As a as a former smoker, I appreciated it. Also, I really wanted him to smoke because I miss yeah. smoking so much. Yeah. Oh my god, I miss smoking so much. <laughs> it's fun. <sighs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, anyway. Okay, so we cut to the sleazy business guy, who's also the sleazy chemical dumping guy <laughs> from the opening, and he's got a sleazy business deal going with like a bunch of sleazoids at the top of a oh, yeah. like some sort of overlooking some sort of building overlooking he, well, he's saying the cheapest this. thing is going for 700,000. Now, also put in put into this movie it was in 1990. Yeah. 
how expensive are these freaking condos that he's building if the cheapest thing available is going to be 700,000? I mean, if it's in down- going all the way up to 3 million. I mean, I don't know where this is, but I assume it's downtown LA, and if it is, then that's probably not too far that's off the mark. Insane. I mean, I have a, one of my friends they have an aunt that lives in LA and she has one of those like notoriously like there's this strip of like beaten down like looks like looks like a demolition zone kind of houses like one bedroom really tiny and like everything around it just looks like like it's absolutely devastated and that thing was a $700,000 house <laughs> and it like even in Portland that would be just burn it down and start from scratch yeah. i mean like no one would you know like no one would keep that place so i don't know it's probably lousy with alligators too that, i mean that's one of the benefits <laughs> if you're a real alligator fan um okay so he says blah 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 as long as nothing goes wrong this weekend yeah and what could go wrong he <laughs> says literally <laughs> Uh-oh, alligator attack. I mean, to be fair, he really could not have planned for this. No. Um, so Hodges, who is also El Solo Lobo, who is our main main cop guy, he parks backwards in a no-parking space because he's a rebel. Oh, he has no regard for no-parking signs. He hates parking That's another correctly. hilarious running gag. <laughs> no, it's a character development thing where oh, it's like, oh, oh. we don't understand. He doesn't. He doesn't work like the other cops. He doesn't have a partner, and he doesn't play by the rules. He plays by his own rules. <laughs> he, does, he threw that rule book away he years even, ago. He doesn't even play by his own rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much he hates rules. Um, he's also always hassling all the other cops and making fun of them. And yeah, he's super likable. <laughs> some of the some of the little bits are pretty funny. Sure. Um, so. He gets into the building, and uh, one of the cops is being a racist dildo to a Latina woman who looks so much like Aubrey Plaza, it was insanely distracting. <laughs> but uh, so, but he comes over, and he's like, I speak Spanish. I think he's also supposed to be a, a, a Latinx cop of some sort, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he's got that name. That solo I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why he has that name, but. That means. Lone Wolf. Is that what it means? Yes. Okay. But uh, I assume that's Oh, just loco means crazy. <laughs> solo loco would be even better. I thought he was solo crazy. Like I, I a wish, crazy loner. I wish he was for loco. <laughs> um, so he's he comes over. He straightens things out. He also, you know, calls the, the other cop out on being bad at his job. Yep. He's not afraid to cross the thin blue line is what we're <laughs> learning here. Um, and she says that her two brothers are missing and they never, you know, they always come home before dark blah, 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 or whatever. They've never been out. <laughs> they all walked night. across the street from our apartment to go fishing <laughs> in, the, in the pond. <laughs> yeah. To go fishing in the park. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so insane. It's so insane. <laughs> There's a certain part of me that appreciates it on that, like, 
base level of saving money and all that stuff. And how serious they treat it, too. Like, <laughs> like nobody calls them on it. Like, wait, this is a, this is a, this is a park. They're fishing here? Like, nobody says that. They there's, could have saved everything by just saying that. Being like, yeah, you'd be surprised. gallons of water in this yeah. pond. How are there any fish here? <laughs> uh, okay, but yes, they're named the Ochalo brothers, and they are dead. So, But they don't know that yet. Uh, so there's also a moment here where the rookie cop who will we'll see later try is like hey i could go with you i got some time off i could i could come down hey hey you missed her exactly he's like super overexcited about hanging out with this guy and then the other cops make fun of him yeah and then he's like i gotta see if his reputation's true like what reputation of we being what difficult or being a badass a badass like yeah. what <laughs> it's about being a badass we don't really know like the reputation when he says this line so yeah i think we're I just thought that was kind of broken i think we're supposed to fill in the blanks and say that he's just a super badass like you know usually he'd say that after somebody would be like man really every partner he's ever had like that was like the first movie where it was right. like he had that reputation of losing partners of like killing that, his partners. that made sense i feel this like this one nobody said anything he's just like i gotta see if the reputation's right like the reputation could be like he farts too much in the squad car. Like we don't know. I hope that's his reputation. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like farts. <laughs> it's what would have saved this movie if the alligator made fart noises. Uh, okay. Yeah, but no. Everybody treats him like he's like the hot girl at the dance, and like mm. you wouldn't stand a chance with El Solo Lobo. <laughs> um, so he's gonna give it a try. He sure is. Um, and so he goes to this. El Solo Lobo goes to a scientist who is, like, straight out of a Columbo episode. Oh, like, yeah. this dude has probably done, like, 50 episodes where he was... <laughs> where he's a, a forensic pathologist. <laughs> yeah. In a TV show. He yeah. was... <laughs> like, I feel like I recognize that dude. Um, he, uh... He does that thing where they're like, here, look at this. What am I looking at? You're looking I'm at, not a fucking scientist. You're looking at stock footage slides from the first alligator movie. <laughs> right. Oh, cool. <laughs> and so he says, well, I think it's saliva, but it's got traces of blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I sent them to your wife. And then we find out that his wife is a scientist at the university. And we cut to her and she's clearly doing science because she's got <laughs> red fluid going through Erlenmeyer flasks and tubes. And Do you have any idea what this means could the field, for the field of science? <laughs> it could mean actual advances in the field of science. Uh, and yeah, so she's she's great, but uh, she just says, "Dude, test the water. What the fuck are you talking about? It was it was in the water mm -hmm. as well." So <laughs> she's like, "She's like, oh, right, <laughs> all the other some... <laughs> things that <laughs> that were on it. Right, right, right." Uh, okay, so turns out there's a bunch of vagrants disappearing near Regent Park and he's going to go check that out now. And Were so, they also fishing? No. If it was anything like the scene later, they were eating beans out of a can in front of a <laughs> in front of a burning trash can. Mm. Like it's a 1930s like train car movie. But uh, so there's a trailer set up there by our corrupt land developer where they're just they're having like an open house to buy people's homes <laughs> but they're losing their business right because there's a gang that's chilling out there uh at some point they will Do we be. meet them later okay yeah we meet them okay. later that i think that's a later part but um 
but the other thing about this that's really confusing for me is okay so maybe this is maybe this is just the way that humans work but if you see somebody who's like i'm buying there was a moment when around here because someone had heard that there was a warhol like that some warhols had gotten into people's collections in maine mm-hmm. we saw there were like signs everywhere that were like we're buying art we're buying andy warhols i remember that so signs yeah and it was like well guess what you know why they're buying it right because it's worth a lot of money that's why they have a huge campaign you shouldn't take their offer yeah. because your property is clearly worth more than they're offering for it. Like the fact that they're spending all this money to get it is literally shooting them in the foot. I would think you would think that you would want to keep it on the DL and yeah. offer them things. And it's, this is not the way to, this is not the way to attract people to sell their homes. No, you would think that they'd be like threatening them or sending thugs out <laughs> or doing what, doing it one at a time so that they keep a low profile. But instead they are, very high profile in <laughs> to the point where they make a carnival that's like to the fact you're they're hanging out with the mayor and police yeah. chief and being buddy buddy with all them and <laughs> and they're always seen together yeah it's like it's... they're part of a criminal conspiracy and they're constantly together and they're at a nightclub where they're doing their criminal conspiracies later on and they let a fucking news crew in that finds somebody in the bathroom eventually yeah. insanity <laughs> So, okay. Uh, Where are we here now? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lady that's that's talking to them, and she's, she's the one that's like, I'm not going to sell, and you can't bully us, and, you know, you're doing terrible things, and I know that you killed the Achala brothers and all of this stuff. And he, El Solo Lobo, comes up behind her, and he's like, I can't do anything until they do something illegal. <laughs> Everything they're doing here is totally by the book, but if you see them do something illegal, I'll be there. <laughs> um, and while they're having their conversation, her little kid is playing by the water, and Eat. an alligator eats his giant beach ball with no witnesses. Yeah. It looks <laughs> so awful. They, they really... They you mean re- awesome. No, I mean what I said. They really <laughs> dropped the ball with the alligator in this movie. Um, it I, does not look anywhere near as, as cool as the first one. No. It does not look anywhere near as big. It looks like a normal size alligator. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, and later on in the carnival, it's clear that they just have an alligator on a freaking skateboard I they're wheeling love, through the place. <laughs> I love it when they just have the alligator head and they're kind of using it like a gobo and they yeah. just kind of have it in front and you just see the snapping jaw. So they've got like a little cart. They're pushing the cart, the camera, and the snapping alligator jaws, and they're getting these, like... <laughs> and the oh. alligator, you can clearly tell he's on a, a skateboard thing. He's not moving yeah. up or oh, down yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. <laughs> oh. oh, just awful. <laughs> and no, um... You know, how iconic was that when he burst oh, through yeah. the street, though, in the first movie? Like, they don't have any, like, okay. moment like that in this movie. That might be the that might be the second unforgivable thing they, about this they, movie. They even have two uh, helicopter rescues at the end, taking people out of the water... And in both times when the helicopter lands down and they get on the thing, how cool would it be to see, like, a giant alligator come up and try to bite as they're flying away? Sure. Like, we, we don't get any of that. They yeah. just get on the helicopter and ride. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that would be the perfect thing to, like, that would be your cool, iconic scene was to have a, a giant alligator fly out of the water to try to, to bite somebody on a helicopter. But they, yeah. <laughs> they had two no, times to do had, it. <laughs> they had plenty of time to, to make that work. And they... 
Because didn't you, didn't you think that was going to happen? I did, absolutely. It was... And so after the first time, yeah. it didn't happen. I was like, oh, man. Then I came down, and I was like, oh, now we're going to get now that bad. Now it's going to happen. Oh. Nope. Nope. No. I mean, <laughs> Great job. No, you're right. This movie definitely needed an iconic moment like the first movie. Mm-hmm. Because that, that scene of it breaking <laughs> so through cool. the sidewalk was so good. I mean, you would... I mean, like how do you even dare make a sequel to something like that and not have something cool? And not have something of that. Yeah, yep. it seems that seems like a real like a real missed opportunity and like a ballsy move on their part to just be like, eh, who cares? Nobody well, I remembers I think that's that. exactly what they thought making this whole movie. <laughs> Which it's is that, weird because there's some scenes that have a lot of effort put into them. Uh, definitely yeah. in in um in in people dressing. Uh, like the like yep. the uh, the carnival's busy, the the wrestling nightclub is super busy. The like wrestling scene. What the? F- oh, why? Why would you spend your money on that? Thank you. That's instead my instead of alligator stuff. Yes. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much there money. There did not spent. need to be any wrestling. <laughs> the amount of wrestling you needed. Zero. Zero. I, I mean, in and, the... and and if it's going to be a rich person club, wouldn't it be boxing? Right, but here's the thing. I think that there's that there's some sort of intentional stab being made at Vince McMahon because this guy's name is Vince and he runs a wrestling promotion. So I don't know why. I don't know what the purpose of it is. It certainly doesn't seem pointed enough to be like a no. like it seems like a personal jab for somebody to make that that joke in 1990. But it is a guy named Vince who runs a wrestling promotion. So. I don't know. Could just be a coincidence. It could could also be a coincidence. Yeah. Um so okay. Uh we get that fucking terrible sitcom trope where he goes back for his birthday dinner and D Wallace is all dressed up and she He's has like you were late, so I just left so your I steak in the pan. Burned your steak. Figured you wanted it well done. She to her credit, of course as everything should probably be to her credit in any movie she's in, she saves this scene by not playing it like an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like, she just seems despondent. She doesn't seem like she's trying to rub it in. You know what I bet she would like to calm her down is some casework. He should probably give her a case file. Okay, he comes off as a complete (laughs) asshole here. Because that moment of, like... The fact that she is trying so hard to keep their marriage together mm-hmm. when he's just like, oh, hey, that's neat. Oh, and you wanted to have sex? Yeah, but you know what? And look he won't at, even turn off the shtick when he gets home. Like, Look at the pictures like, of people being eaten by yeah. alligators. He's like, oh, my steak. Oh, it's all burnt. Oh, this is just how I like it. Mmm, chewy. Ha-ha. <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, turn it off. Yeah, you need <laughs> to you need to address the issues yeah. that are going on in your relationship, man. That's not healthy. But, um, okay, so... He does give, he's like, here, here's a, here's a bunch of case files. Would you please look at these <laughs> yeah. on my birthday? That would be my birthday present. That blowjob you, pl- you promised me yep. instead, how about dead people? How pictures. about pictures of dead people instead? Uh, and she's like, oh, let me tell you, these are alligators uh, because this is what the bite pattern looks like. I'm a chemist. I know alligator bites. And I'm not going to reference the incident in Chicago nope. at all. No. Nope. Yeah, clearly there. Despite this being called Alligator 2, let's not reference the first movie. Alligator ever. 2, the quickening. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, they are not referencing it. Also, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they just have that damn line? I don't Was know. Was this originally an Alligator 2? Was this just an Alligator Killer Alligator movie? Then they 
retrofitted it. The and plot it that? is. It's, it's almost like, identical. It's almost identical. Yeah. I mean, it's so close. I don't know how they could possibly have accidentally made this movie exactly the same plot as the original. <laughs> Imagine if the script writer did it unintentionally. <laughs> and they're like, dude, this is, this is like a remake of Alligator. Oh, shit, you're a right. A remake of what? Um, <laughs> yeah, a remake of what? And he's like, oh, shit, you're right. Uh, just slap a two on there. <laughs> I just I just ripped off Jaws with an alligator. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I didn't know someone had already done that. <laughs> so I guess we have to get the rights to alligator, and that's going to spend most of our budget. I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> um, Too busy writing them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wrote this other thing about a robot that comes from the future. <laughs> Took me two. It took me two hours to write it. I figured it would take us two hours to shoot it. Um, yeah. So he abandons his wife and goes to dance, dance with, with some, some Mexican lady, some at a lady food at a food truck. Yep. Okay. And uh, the chief shows up, and he's a delightful action movie cliche. Yep. Uh, he's his his dialogue is super cliche, yet still manages to be really fun to listen to i don't know i enjoy him uh the clarence speed yes also chief he... clarence speed he has this is so there are three great lines in this movie like solid some of my favorite lines of dialogue ever written really and here is my here's my first favorite line of dialogue in this whole movie uh the chief shows up and he's like there's an alligator in the sewer and it's killing people. You got to let me in there. And the chief responds, an alligator. What's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Damn. (laughs) Damn chief. That's a great line. Um, so that was one of my new favorite movie. There's poison gas flooding. It's killing everybody. And (laughs) there's gas killing everybody. Nah. And <laughs> he's not going to be chief for long. I'm so, a bad police chief. <laughs> so, uh, so now we find out that it's not just that he's buying out all of these things. There's going to be this party that he's having is going to be an actual carnival. That he the party he referenced earlier is actually a gigantic. Yeah, it's like, the Vincent Brown sell me your houseathon. Yep. Come on down, ride the Ferris wheel, and uh, don't have a place to live after. <laughs> I guess. What? Who thought this up? What is this? Could you imagine that? <laughs> I don't understand what their impetus to sell is. It's like, well, I brought a Ferris wheel? There's going to be an organ grinder and a strongman. Uh, sell you... me your house, please. <laughs> there's an old-timey sideshow. Yeah. I'll give you a I'll give you a one month membership to my exclusive wrestling nightclub. <laughs> that was the thing. Come, oh god! Come wear your formal dress to watch naked guys jump through the air. Like, and they will throw them onto, uh, onto your, your table. table. It's like a war show. You'll love it. <laughs> uh, so good. Okay, so um, whatever. He's he's like we've got to close down the beaches or the the whatever you know and. The cops like you can't. This party's too important to the city. It could mean actual advances in the field of city. city. <laughs> so uh, he he's like, well, you've told me that before, and so I'm gonna go do this thing, and he leaves. And he's because he's a loose cannon. Yeah, 
You can't trust this guy to Mad play by dog. a book. Um, so what book? He threw that book of rules away. <laughs> I love that the I love that his fellow cops call him El Pollo Loco because <laughs> that's exactly what would have happened if he had like a badass name and he came around. Everyone would call you El Pollo Loco because <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, so he's uh. So Hodges pulls up to the nightclub and he parks badly again. No! And those same two cops are there. Yeah. It's like every single time he, <laughs> those two cops are basically just there as his like Greek chorus to sound off every time he parks poorly. I know I've said this joke before, but the only thing we need here is the, the Halloween five cop music. <laughs> oh, they need it. No, they, they definitely deserve like we get, comedy. We music. get something like that when Lynch man shows up. They have that weird circus thing with a little ting bell when he gets out of the car. <laughs> That's what Sidaco music sounds like when you try to play it on a Roland synthesizer from the <laughs> 80s. I mean, it was a good attempt at Zydeco, but yeah. I mean, it's a synthesizer. I don't know what you want. Because uh, we needed to know that he was from Louisiana. Zydeco can't be that expensive to just buy a song just buy or it. a public exactly. rights thing either. Seriously. <laughs> It's a dude with an accordion. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, you could probably find any band in New Orleans to just, like, give it to you for free for exposure. Yep, I'm sure. <laughs> so, God, I hate Zydeco music. Yeah, I kind of do, too. <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's, it's something that I enjoy listening to for two seconds, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I, I listen to a lot of MPG, and even things that I don't like that much, I'll just leave it on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Zydeco makes <laughs> me change the station. <laughs> Zydeco is one of those. Um, yeah, it's rough. Okay, so we go into the fancy-looking nightclub, and... Where people are dressed to the nines and watching wrestling. It was... I mean, if that was the whole point of this, if it was just to shock you, if that was like a like a fucking like Citizen Kane smash cut, where like, you know, like the, the shot of the bird, it's like, oh shit, maybe this is... Maybe this was supposed to be a fancy, like, we're, we're surprised, because it yep. was fucking surprising. Oh yeah, came out of nowhere. I mean, when that guy falls on the table... In the fancy nightclub, I was like, well, that was not where I saw this going, so cool. <laughs> um, That's what this movie does, though, man. It, it, it sets up Naked Gun, like, settings. So but true. Doesn't have, like, the, the, but it doesn't have the comedy. So you're just like, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I agree. Like, this, these people are wearing fancy tuxedos at this luxury gala. Yeah. And there's just... And there's just greasy, 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 hairy wrestlers flying on your table through the air. But on the plus side, uh, Sub Zero was there. That was pretty exciting. Oh yeah. Oh, from Running Man. Yeah, That's he right. was one of the oh, wrestlers, yeah. Professor something or other. I can't remember his name. He's an actual professor, and so he goes by Professor something. Oh, or no other. kidding. Yeah, he's awesome. I like that dude. Neat. Uh, now just plain Zero, but you know. <laughs> um. I love that movie. <laughs> Me too. God damn it, Running Man is a perfect film. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oof. So good. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so, what so, is this? This Okay, hold on. Uh, Hodges put, pulls the mayor away from the thug guy's table to, like, bitch at him yep. here. And then, as he's like, listen, there's alligators, you gotta stop this thing, blah, blah, blah. The thug comes in and is like... We're going to keep doing this because that's what we want to do. And we're corrupt and whatever. And he's like, Mayor, arrest arrest this guy. guy." And I was like, can the mayor arrest people? One, that's not how things work. Two, (laughs) 
I guess that's how things work in Alligator <laughs> 2 World, because he does. Uh, he has a rookie cop arrest yep. arrest Hodges and put him on house arrest. Because <laughs> he's the mayor. We also, though, here meet um, the mayor's daughter in this scene, who yes. adds nothing to this entire movie. Why is she here? Because she's attractive? <laughs> For what, the two minutes of screen time she has? Yeah, like, pretty what? much. So she shows up and just starts, like, what, tagging along, trying to convince her dad to not hang out at CD Wrestling Place. I mean, she's the voice of reason for her father, basically being like, she. what she winds up doing is showing us that he's being corrupt by her being like, hey, you could not be corrupt, how about that? Yeah, but we know that without her. Like, and then True. in the end, like, she doesn't steer her dad away from it or anything. He just ends up getting plugged he anyway. Still, he still does. I just feel doing. like this character is so weirdly shoehorned in here. Like, there's no, she could have been just, she could, you could have, you could have, there's nothing she does. Oh, absolutely. She doesn't help no. out at all during the end either. Like, I feel like, I feel like somebody watched this movie in some sort of, like, viewing party and everyone was like, oh. Where's the girl? Why isn't there a hot chick? Yep. And it's like. The rookie should be making out with a hot girl this whole time. What? We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that scene did drive me insane. The bar I, scene? I will. I for won't zero, lie. Yeah, for that zero, was zero point. Like, irritating. I don't need to hear the backstory of the rookie. Oh, dude. It's, I don't need it's, to go back to his apartment. First off, <clears throat> that is broken. And the the reasoning is broken, and that whole that whole thing is broken. Yeah, it's broken three ways from Sunday. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. It's still broken on Monday. Holy shit, that's a lot of broken. Yep. Um. Okay. So he's arrested, but he's like, "Hey, I gotta go use the bathroom. Come on, come with me. Come look at my noodle." Hey, and he's like, "I don't want to do that because it's the '80s and gay panic. Hey, <laughs> and there's some weird." like homophobic stuff and he's like okay I can't look at another man's penis that would turn me gay cause it's the 80s uh, <laughs> it'll be 1990 in a few months but it's not good enough but then he whacks him with his penis and knocks him out <laughs> and handcuffs him up he chokes him out with his penis he does uh, yeah I mean that's we don't actually <laughs> see how he got the upper hand so that's just what I'm going with because yeah. he was handcuffed he was so he must have had a uh, a noodle whip. Prison prison three type uh, <laughs> sentient penis kind yeah, of thing. It's a prehensile penis. Yeah. Was that, pre- was that prison three with the, the guy that was killing people with, with his penis? Prison three. Prison three? What? I think that was it. I have no idea. I know there's a movie called Soul Vengeance that's like that. Right, which I think was also called was prison three. Oh. I think it was part of that same series. Uh, we'll get letters about it. They'll. Figure I haven't seen. Yeah, if you know, call us. Um, yeah, I have Soul Vengeance about a guy with a killer noodle, but yeah. I haven't watched it yet. That's. A, I really got that. They made it as like it had different names. Yeah. It was like for the horror audience, and then for the black exploitation audience. They gotcha. Were like, oh, it's definitely a black exploitation movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So should have just been called Killer Noodle. <laughs> if it was called Killer Noodle, I think people would have liked it more. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. So he's now locked in the bathroom. The rookie's locked in the bathroom stall. Hodges takes off, but tips off those two, like the two cops, the two comedy cops that Hodges is locked in there. And can we also just mention that at this super hoity-toity, dressed to the nines nightclub with wrestling, Mm -hmm. it's pay toilets in the bathroom. Yes. (laughs) That's how cheap he is. 
Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if that's what it was. I think it was just the location they like, had. Yeah. But come on. Come on, man. Come on. You tell me, you tell me black tie events are dropping toilets. quarters in to use the toilet? Yeah, no. Those people don't carry cash. No, there would have been a... They the, carry gold bars. <laughs> they carry bearer bonds because it's an action movie. And everybody has bearer bonds in action <laughs> movies, and I don't know what they are. I've never seen one is. in real life. What the hell is that? What are you even talking about? Bearer bonds? Yeah, I've never even heard this term. <laughs> That's because you don't watch enough action movies. I do not. <laughs> Everybody who's doing a heist in an action movie, they're like, and there's $400 million in bearer bonds. And they're like, they're bonds that are essentially whoever has their, like, whoever holds them, they're like as good as cash, I think, is the deal. So instead of being attached to a bank account or something like that, it's like an, un- an untraceable. I've never heard this term before. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That's a. James Bond did that. I think Bearer Bond never existed seen a Bond. in James Bond movies. You're joking. No. About... Jesus Christ. <laughs> never seen a James Bond movie. Wow. I've never wanted to. That's fair. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> you know, Moonraker was in space and there was a guy with giant metal teeth who was <laughs> trying to eat James Bond. His name's Jaws. And he was played by Richard Keel. I know things. Of the Human Duplicators fame. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's why you want to see it. Come on. Anyway, let's get Not back. Gonna. Let's get back to this alligator movie. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. The mayor's daughter shows up, and she unlocks the. She unlocks the. She's guy very the nice. She's very kind. The cops think she's going to be mean, but she's nice. Turns out. And she was like, that was their meet cute was in the bathroom. Where yeah. were, that was their little, oh, look, now they're going to fall in love. Cause yeah, I can't she, wait because it adds so much to this movie. It's so true. <laughs> but uh, also, oh, the reason, that, the reason that she's even in the lobby is because she's punched Vincent in the face. Oh, was that a punch? She mentions it hurt her hand. It didn't really look like it would hurt her hand. What she did looked like it would be... <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't quite figure it out. It almost looked like she did like a like a kung fu palm strike to his face or something. Like her hand was out. And, I'm thinking know. that she was supposed to sock him and then like she just couldn't do it, like fake doing it well. Like I'm talking like not right. not the character but the actress like Yeah. When she's like cuz she mentions that like wow, you they they mention that they 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 make it sound like she clocked yeah. him out. Yep. And she's like, "Yeah, well, I hope his face hurts as much as my hand does." And it's like, "Dude, you you booped him. Yeah, your <laughs> hand was open when you hit him. Definitely, it was like it was a combination slap and punch. It was almost like you went to slap somebody and then just like gave up on, the, on your middle yeah. of your way there, and you're like, wait, oh, oh this is too much effort. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Um, so yeah, that that was how she was gonna shame her her father basically where it's like you shouldn't be hanging out with these scumbags and she goes down she's like well if you're gonna do it how about i go hang out with scumbags and see mm-hmm. how you like it and then she does and she's like i don't like this i don't like it oh my god that was because okay the moment that she's like this guy's a bad guy is because she explains that he explains to her that wrestling isn't real and that pisses her off <laughs> he's like i like this guy he's my guy too bad he's got to lose this one. Yep. And she's like, that sounds like it's fixed. And it, is. Like, it is. It is. I was like, yeah, it's, it's wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> what, are people betting on this here? Yeah. What is fucking happening? But, I don't know, maybe they are. And, okay, so anyway, 
we now we now leave and uh, we go down under the bridge where the hobos are eating beans out of cans in front of uh, trash can fires. Did you recognize the uh, the hobo? He is the um, the crazy guy from uh, the preacher from Halloween Four that picks up Loomis. Oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was from a from an Ernest movie. Yeah, I had to look it up. I was like, I knew that guy. <laughs> wow, that's crazy! I did not recognize that. That's awesome. Uh, I love that. So, yes, we do. Uh, yeah, and uh, the alligator eats his friend Otis. And then, and that's where we get my second favorite line of okay. the entire movie. Oh, are you talking about the toothpick line? Fuck yeah! Okay, I did like the toothpick. That line. was that is my that is my second favorite line in the movie. Okay, so uh, cops escort the mayor's daughter. Oh, nope, that's we're already past that. Um, blah blah blah. So we're back at the park. Uh, El Lobo Solo, whatever, is uh, he's having a he's about to have a smoke. Puts the cigarette in his mouth, but then some tough gang member takes it out. <laughs> and he just lets him. Because, well, I mean, there's like 15 dudes there. <laughs> um, he also and, doesn't grab another. Where did he get that smoke? He has a pack with him. So why didn't he just pull out another one? Because that's the joke, is that he doesn't oh. get to smoke cigarettes. Uh, because now his attention is distracted <clears throat> by something more important. Which so is, you're telling me he wants to smoke... But this guy takes his smoke and lights it, and he's just gonna hold a conversation without lighting a smoke for himself. He's been as, so a, as a smoker. Let's 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 math that out. <laughs> he's been so he's <laughs> been so humiliated by this by this moment. Imagine how much worse it would be if he went to take another cigarette. The guy took the second one and then started smoking <laughs> two cigarettes. And he's like, "Well, he's not gonna do three. And then he's like, "Oh fuck!" And he's got three <laughs> cigarettes, and then just keeps going until this guy's got a full pack of cigarettes in his mouth. Oh my god. Oh no, it's just that dude would have been funny if every gang member kept doing it. Like he just didn't learn his lesson. And then and then finally after every gang member had their own cigarette, he pulls out another one and some little kid rides by on a scooter and grabs it while he's wheeling by. It's like fuck, now I've gotta go to the now I've gotta go to the store and get another pack of cigarettes. Pulls out his wallet, the gang member takes it, walks to the store, buys a pack of cigarettes, and smokes the whole thing in front of him. He just this, this is, scene goes on for forty five minutes. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> the director's cut is something else. <laughs> <laughs> so much more artsy. Uh, okay, Jesus, I keep losing my place here. It'd be like a Warhol movie. We call like oh man smokes two hundred cigarettes. It's just like it's, Andy it's, Warhol. It's, it's six smoking. hours long of a dude smoking two hundred cigarettes. I would probably watch that over over sleep. <laughs> Um, okay, so turns out these two know each other, and this is another this is another undercurrent of this. One of the things that I find hilarious about this, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to explain they don't basically they think that anyone who would watch a movie like Alligator Two is a fucking moron, and so the we way are. that well, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's what I like, I can't help it, but um, give me that garbage. But basically, they are they talk down to the audience so much that like. In order to make him look like a cool guy, he literally, every time a character is introduced from anywhere in the city, he knows them by name, 
He knows their family. He knows their absolute situation because he's such a good cop. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, hey, how's your brother? Your mother doing fine? Oh, hey, she's still <laughs> taking that uh, correspondence course? Oh, you know, I found your shoe the other day. And like everybody knows everybody. He knows the hobo. He knows him by name. He knows yep. Otis. He knows everybody. He knows his beat. Yeah. I mean, because he's a good cop. Mm-hmm. And a crazy one. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, the gangbanger tells him about how this lake used to be a f- full of good fish. <laughs> Remember? Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up, movie. <laughs> you used to be able to pull 20 tons of cod out of this, <laughs> out of this puddle. <laughs> you could feed my 300 children from this one lake. I ran a whole fishery. <laughs> I was sending fish out all over the country. The cannery that we had down <laughs> yeah. there, five feet over. <laughs> where that where that frozen banana stand is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, but then the fish started dying when Vincent Brown showed up. And El Lobo says, it wasn't him, it was an alligator. And he's like, that doesn't make sense. No. Because it doesn't. And so... We cut away from that. They're like, fuck you. Forget about it. You're a sellout, and you're just on their payroll like everybody else. We don't like you anymore. Uh, so the chief finds out that uh, the rookie and Hodges have both been suspended, and he's like, oh, uh, okay, I guess I thought that was my job, but... Uh, <laughs> Unsuspended. Uh, I guess what... Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, doesn't matter. We go down to uh, Lobo goes down to the scene where the two transients were attacked, and uh, and we get my second favorite line of the movie. <laughs> he was using Otis as a toothpick. He didn't deserve to be a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't deserve to be a toothpick, which is going to be something I'm going to say about people from now on. <laughs> so get the hell out of my store, toothpick. <laughs> You don't deserve to be a toothpick. <laughs> um, also, if you if you want, if anybody needs me to speak at a funeral, uh, I will say that line at any funeral you want. <laughs> uh, Tom was a good man. He uh, didn't deserve to be a toothpick. Thank you. Uh, can I have my check now? <laughs> uh, pretty good. Did we miss the part yet where the 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 cop and the the mayor's daughter hook up? Because that's one of my other favorite lines. It's it's coming. Okay. I, oh, I might have missed that one. Okay, so uh, the chief tells the rookie that he's suspended. And he's basically like, give me your badge and your gun. And he's basically like taking his badge out of his pocket to put on the table. And the phone rings. And he has yet to get the badge to the table by the time he's unsuspended. <laughs> which is insane. Yes. Uh, but basically Hodges is like, Hey, there's an alligator. It's killed a bunch of people. You know, that thing I said, and he's like, Oh yeah, that thing you said weird. Okay. But let me tell you, this is your last, 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 last chance. chance." he's like, I'm not going to do anything special for you. And he's like, I know don't do anything special. All I need is a bunch of grenades, (laughs) these very specific guns. And he's like, okay. Do you have an Apache helicopter? (laughs) Okay. One Apache helicopter, but that's it. (laughs) He like literally does everything Hodges You don't get another one if you crash this one either. (laughs) Like last month. (laughs) This guy, like he should not have kids. (laughs) Like he would raise the most sad, spoiled child ever. No, he can have Hodges' kid. He's not using him. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? That might be his kid. We don't even know. Um, so 
All right. The rookie now weirdly hits on. This is what I'm. This is, oh my god. This 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 is a string of dialogue. Okay. She's like she's like okay hey I'm un, I'm unsuspended. She's like oh what are you gonna do? He's like I'm just gonna go get drunk. She's like oh that's great. You're just gonna throw it all away and feel sorry for yourself. Bye. Oh hey did anybody tell you you have a nice backyard? <laughs> my jaw dropped. I was like what? <laughs> She turns around after this weird ass ass compliment, and she's like, "Nobody that's ever counted." Wow! Like, like, like what? she's like straight up charmed by the fact by that the he, fact that he just said she has a nice ass. I mean, but he says nice backyard, backyard. which is like next to turd cutter is basically yeah. the grossest Ugh. thing I've ever heard anyone call an ass yeah. as a compliment. Yeah, and like it sounds vast. Like if you're if you're saying someone has a nice backyard, you're at least saying that it's a hundred meters long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, that's weird. Oh yeah, first he says, uh, "Are those pants tight enough?" So, like, weird. so he's just all creep. He's straight up creep, and she loves it. And she loves it. Like, I mean, so we're led ugh. to we're led to believe that this is like a tough. Independent thinking woman, like standing up for her dad, going up, yeah. going up against thugs. She's like, no nonsense. Absolutely. Then she melts when somebody compliments her ass. <laughs> fuck you, movie. yeah, yeah. That was a big fuck you. <laughs> but okay, so this is the beginning of a bunch of scenes that are fucked up by the way that they they show up. So he's unsuspended. Yep. And so he's about to go drinking because he was unsuspended to go help Hodges. Yeah. On a time-sensitive mission. First, you gotta get drunk in uniform. What? Did you ever see a cop at a bar? No. Because no, because they, they would not go to can. a bar drinking in their uniform. But... But this guy can. But he's supposed to be out helping. Like, th- there are people dying, being killed by Did alligators. Did you see her ass? I mean, sure. It, <laughs> it was, I mean, as backyards go. Uh, boo. Yeah. So he gets drunk before he's supposed to be in. And so Hodges, when he finally gets back to to his apartment, Hodges has broken in and is... <laughs> and pins him up against his jukebox. Which he has, because, come on. Who doesn't have a jukebox it's, in their apartment? It's the late 80s when they're shooting this. It's 1990, so it was late <laughs> 80s. That's the kind of shit. It's, it's a Ninja 3 apartment. Yeah. Come on, it's awesome The kind stuff. of apartment we always wanted. Yeah, the one where you've got like a payphone in the and corner a neon and a sign that says art. radical or sex and like you, in Ghoulies Three, and you have a a big lip telephone. Oh my god! And a lava lamp and a traffic light. Oh, traffic light! One of my friends posted a photo on their on their Instagram stories. They were at some store, and they had a massive blue shiny enamel set of lips and tongue which i guess later i figured out was a uh, was a rolling stones thing okay i guess i didn't notice it at first yeah. i just thought it was a random thing i was like i want to own that i need that for my my i 80s, need that for my, my 80s, 80s cool teen apartment <laughs> right yeah holy shit that's the kind of thing you would see in there yep and he was like, well, it's $3,800. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to pass on that particular thing. <laughs> well, that they I trade a pinball table for it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a 
bad life decision. <laughs> that would be a real bad life decision. I have this thing. So that I did makes it. I mean, money. I'm no stranger to doing right. that. <laughs> I have this thing that lays golden eggs, and I <laughs> traded it for a set of lips that was shiny and sits in your apartment and makes it look like a movie from the 1980s. Did I mention it's shiny? <laughs> it's fucking shiny shit. Um. Okay. So. Uh, oh, also. I glossed over the fact that Hodges, basically, this is like, he met her a little while, like, hours ago. Yeah. And then he goes in, gets drunk, and literally, like, goes straight to telling her his father's abusive history and, like... I don't care. I mean, I don't care either, but I mean, this is so inappropriate. He thinks that she's, like, his therapist or some shit. This is not... Yeah, this doesn't work for me. He's like, let me just like compliment your ass and then, out of the blue in a professional setting. And in then a go, professional setting. And then go talk your damn, then go make you my therapist as I drink in uniform. This is a bad cop. Yeah. Yeah, he's bad. You're uh, a bad cop, Officer <laughs> Duffy. Oh, that would be great. Officer, no one remembers your name. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know it. Yeah, me either. I just it says rookie throughout my notes, so yeah. that's what I'm gonna keep saying. But so he's in his cool ass eighties apartment, <laughs> beats him up and he's like, Okay, we're proving- Take a shower, then we're getting out there. Yeah. Cause I guess that'll sober him up, I think is what's going on. Um <clears throat> I'll always remember the picture at my driver's end school. We talked about drinking and driving, and it just had a picture of a guy like in his shower with like his hand on the the wall and his head down like and it's just like contrary to the urban legend a cold shower won't sober you up <laughs> I'll just always remember that drawing of- oh man <laughs> I wish I had gone to driver's ed I never <laughs> got to see blood on the asphalt nah. did you get to watch that one I don't remember if we did mm. I don't remember anything <laughs> <laughs> okay you were high the entire time weren't you <laughs> Yes, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so... Mind if I do a J? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> like you'd be the first person to fucking light up a joint in this store during business hours. Um, oh, Portland. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so now Hodge's wife shows up. She's figured out the deal with the chemical dumping and how it would make a big alligator. It's not an alligator anymore. It's a mutant. It's, it's, it's a, a machine. machine. <laughs> it's a thing. I love how she calls it a machine. And a thing. Yeah. There's, And this begins, speaking of, of other parts of this movie that are broken. So this is starting our, our moment of being like, they're setting something up that I think they wanted to pay off. Where she's like, no, no, no. It doesn't have the same chemical composition as this. And that what they were going to stab it with was something that was a chemical that would make the alligator itself explosive. Okay. Like, this is all I can, this is all I can guess, was that that was part of the plan. And she's like, oh, I got this idea, but I don't even want to say it, you know? And she's it's like, well, what is it? You could poison it. That can't possibly be what, like, (laughs) she says it as though it's a fucking revelation that, like, no one will believe me if I tell you that stabbing this thing with a fucking... will give the alligator wings and will cause it to fly away. (laughs) Hence, no more alligator problem. 
Right. But exactly. I mean, I just don't know if it's going to work or not. Right. And so, it, so what she's saying, I think, is that she wants to interact with the chemicals that are already existing in this alligator, making it a walking bomb that they can then detonate somehow. Mm-hmm. And that story arc must have gone away. Like, that's all my best guess at the only way that I can make this make sense at the end. Yeah. Because the fact that they they have this alligator thing and they're like, they solve it by shooting it with a bazooka makes no sense. No. It's got a bomb inside it. If the idea this was... This movie doesn't even give us a clue where the gator came from. Right. The first one, we saw the toilet and it fell in the toilet. Then it got eat the shit in the sewer. And over years, grew big. This one's just like, fuck you. There's an alligator here now. Yeah. I mean, oh, here it is. Maybe that's it. Maybe it was like, oh, maybe we can set it on fire from the inside. The chemicals will react mm-hmm. and they'll they'll cause like a spontaneous combustion reaction. Yep. And then maybe that was the idea. So that then the bomb goes off because it's eaten the bomb. But the fact that that bomb is just set there and then never comes up and doesn't play into the ending at all oh. is bat shit crazy. It's like when you shoot something with a bazooka, it blows up. I don't get any more was, thrill if you shoot something with a bazooka and you shoot a bomb with a bazooka. The ending is the same. It blew up twice, which was hilarious. Because <laughs> they did go out of their way to be like, oh, look, the bazooka blew it into like 17 pieces. Oh, and then the, I saw the bomb go off. Yeah. <laughs> which, I have to admit, made me laugh. <laughs> Just so. give me a damn explosion movie. Uh, okay. So... Let's see. Where are we going? Oh, is this where we get our our crazy alligator hunters? I believe so. (laughs) All the way from the bayou. Coming up to wherever the hell we are to hunt gators. That's right. We spent all night driving 80. (laughs) Yeah, I got a cocksuckers driving me up the (laughs) way. We showed up in our matching pickup trucks. We even brought Kane Hara along. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad Kane Hara I mean... (laughs) His awful, awful Cajun accent. Uh, Richard Lynch. Friend of the show. He's been on before. He, Richard Lynch <laughs> makes everything. He's he's a Lance Henriksen for me. Yeah. Anything he's in is instantly watchable when he's on screen. Yep. He is very compelling. I like him as an actor. He's a weird looking dude. Awesome. He's just, he's a, he's a phenomenon. Love yep. him. Love him in everything. So this scene He's a badass, which I've never seen him play before. He's playing like a tough guy from a fucking Van Damme movie in this. But like we get inside and they're like they're having their little tough guy moment. And then the the big Bosnian thug is like, you guys funny looking men. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that from somebody who was a human being, but I'm not going to take it from a you there. And he throws a knife. And he throws a knife. <laughs> and so he's, he's like, like oh, whoa, you threw a knife. You threw a knife I'm and gonna, I'm going to keep my gun in my jacket. And missed me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're out of knives. I'm obviously going to uh, just keep my gun in my jacket now. But he was like, he was like, my cousin Billy is even faster. Yeah. <laughs> so that and was And he can funny. actually aim. <laughs> he won't miss you. <laughs> um, it was a warning shot. It was a warning throw. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a cool scene. Yep. So uh, now the two top, uh, we cut back to the two cops. We're back to Rookie and El Pollo Loco going into the going into the sewers. 
And it's very much in the spirit of the first movie. Exactly like the first movie. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. So, but even so, even more so in the fucking vein of the first movie, what do you think they wear to walk through the Turd Palace? Nothing. Sneakers and regular dockers. Yep. Just waist high in shit in their street clothes. <laughs> and nobody addresses it like that's weird. They must have stunk the rest of the movie. They absolutely must have. <laughs> I'm sure that people had other things to worry about, so they never thought about it. However, unlike the first movie where they walked around the sewers for a bit and it kind of built some suspense, this one's just like, oh, look out, there's a gator after two seconds. They find like, that gator instantly. Instantly, and then they're just like, oh, shit, and run out. <laughs> So he has some sort of special gun. He got some sort of, like, very high-powered weapon that he was like, ah, this will kill an alligator. He shoots it twice with this gun. Alligator barely notices it. And he's like, oh, shit. Well, now I'm going to have to pull out the big guns. He jumps over a, a concrete embankment, and there's a little hole that's too small for the, the gator to get through. He throws a grenade through it. It explodes. Gator just gets even more angry yeah. this time. And the gator smashes through, starts smashing through the concrete, and then they book it. Yeah. So they finally get to the surface, and they're like, "You gotta call everybody. This, these are, this is a bad alligator." <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing the Lynch, Lynch voice. He, he, he didn't have that. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, I wish I had. Yeah. All um, of a sudden, once Lynch shows everybody, up, everybody, everybody talks everybody, Cajun. It must, it, it must be hard to not talk like <laughs> Richard Lynch talks in the thing. Um, Damn it, Lynch, you got us all <laughs> doing it now. <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> I guarantee. Um, so, <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that's right. The, ga <laughs> the gator hunters are down there in the sewer now. We I don't know what time has passed. They've like our other guys got to the surface and it was daytime. Now those guys are down in the sewer and it's clearly nighttime cuz they're in that like weird combo indoor outdoor. The <laughs> Do you remember the scene? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I was just reminded of the moment when they're standing in broad daylight next to the little tiny pond, <laughs> the tiny man-made pond, and uh, and they're like, it's over there. That's where they used to go yeah, fishing. Yeah, 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 in, in the reeds. In the reeds of the park pond. And there's a little section of... With, like, like, some a, cat of nine tails and shit. Little cat tails that are just, like, it's maybe, maybe ten square feet. Yeah. It's the reeds. Absolutely tops. Tops <laughs> 10 square feet. Oh, my God. I do. Laugh out loud mm. moment. Uh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they've got, they've got those big piles of grass and whatever in there. They find a foot, and then they find a big barrel of chemicals. <laughs> with the, with, with the, the company name <laughs> on the side. Great dumping strategy. Smooth move, Vince. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he basically... Really? <laughs> he signs every barrel that he throws into yeah. the... That's just how confident he is that he's not going to get caught. Vince was here. <laughs> yeah. But no, not really. Vince wasn't here. My but, henchman was. Yeah, but no, really, Vince was here. I actually was watching them do it because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yep. Yeah, so foot, barrel of chemicals, and one of, and Kane Hodder touches it, and it burns his hand because the chemicals are still dumping oh, out shit. of the thing. Yeah. Um, 
Hodges calls and warns them. He's like, no, it's not a normal gator. It's a giant mutant, and you guys need to look out. And then this is my third favorite line of the film that comes in here. Uh, I understand that you're professionals, but this is not a professional gator. (laughs) (laughs) I also like the line, too, and he's like, we can handle this. And he's like, okay, well, can you also pick your own music for your funeral? And Lynch Lynch doesn't miss a beat. He's like, yeah, just make it bluegrass, and you have my permission to dance. And you have my permission (laughs) to dance. I thought that was was great. It was was pretty good. Um, So Hodges is now right where they went in, apparently. He finds the hole that they went into to confront this alligator. The time period between them leaving the sewer and then going, oh, shit, we need to contact those guys. They're like, it's broad daylight. And they're like, we need to contact these guys. We know where the alligator is, so this can't be happening simultaneously. They're next to the alligator because yep. they just left the sewer. So, ugh, forget it. Yep, forget <laughs> it, it does not matter or make sense. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't care. Yeah, no, this thing does not care. <laughs> uh, but he's like, uh, Lynch is basically making fun of Hodges. He's like, no, you, this little old gator got you scared. Um <laughs> And he's like, yeah, because it's not a gator. It's a machine. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> and uh, and Richard Lynch is literally like in the middle of making fun of him when he goes, ah! <laughs> he like screams like a little girl. And uh, then he loses his henchmen. He loses three henchmen, I think. And yeah. two henchmen and a brother. Yep. So. Bye, Kane. And so Kane Hodder is now dead uh, and just uh, what is his name? Who? Richard Lynch. Hawk. Hawk. Hawk Hawkins. He's Hawkins, but you can call me Hawk. You can call me Hawk Hawkins. Uh, Hawk Hawkins. That's <laughs> oh, like a spit. <laughs> really it's like hard. a loogie. It's very difficult to say with a Cajun accent. Hawk Hawkins. With a really fake Cajun accent. This sounds legit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yes. The uh, so basically Hodges pulls the two of them out. He repels down like a hero and saves the two of them because he's a badass. Why did he need to repel? They could have just climbed the ladder. Oh, you have no flair for the dramatic, Matt. <laughs> There's no reason for that rope play. So cool. Did you ever see the Clerks animated cartoon? Yes. <laughs> that gag where they were climbing up the wall like Batman. Then yes. Randall's just like, why are we walking this way? And it just flips it down. They're just on the sidewalk doing it. I love that. Classic. Classic. <laughs> um, okay, so so they come out of this, another thing. Vince Brown is like a teleporter because he is everywhere that he needs to be every second. Yeah. Uh, they come out of the... They pull the fucking two remaining survivors out of the sewer, and they're like, oh, oh, God, we just made it. And fucking Vince Brown is right there with the chief of police and then the fucking mayor. Yep. It's like the, a party around this one manhole cover in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Do you guys have families? Lives? Like, fuck, dude, it's like 9 o'clock at night. Why don't you, you home? Don't you have some local poor people to intimidate into selling their houses, for God's sake? Is it like... I feel like that's the part of your plan that you're ignoring more than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, but yeah, so he's... He comes out of the sewer, and they're like, 
we know that you dumped the chemicals because, you know, you signed it and you put a little note that said Hodges dumped this chemical here. or <laughs> Future chemicals. <laughs> Future chemicals from this dum-dum. Uh, so Vince is like, you're going to have to prove that. Yeah. And he's like, I oh, will. I'll prove it because it's the, the barrel has your name on it. Take a picture of the barrel with your name <laughs> on it, dork. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's going to be a toughie. It's going to be impossible to figure out who did it. Um, so, yep. It's it's just crazy. Again, this guy is not making use of his thugs. Like, what kind of a mafia boss is this guy going to be? He's just always there. Like, the thing that you need to learn as a business person is delegation of responsibilities. If you need to intimidate some people, send your thugs to intimidate mm-hmm. them. You send them with a message. You say, you go down there and say, you're not going to say anything or else I'm going to throw you down there. To <laughs> I mean, and also, if they were, like, literally trying to kill them, you could just have that thug close the manhole cover while they were down there and Matt? they'd get eaten by an alligator and then you wouldn't have any more problems. Mm. But he's not a killer. Nope. No, or not this clever. guy. Um, so he doesn't do that. Um, all right, where do, where do we go from here? Let's go to the fun fair. That's right. The Right before this, the, our, our little lead-in is that the gator hunter is like, Hawk says, now his only... The, his only thing that he's going to do is go on a rampage. Yep. Because now that he's, I don't know, whatever they've done has caused him to go on a rampage. <laughs> they made him mad. They made him mad. And so then this movie has to do its version of the wedding party scene from the first movie. Only only they do it at a carnival. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There is an important thing that happens before that. Sorry. Uh, the chief says, I'm going to shut down that carnival. Oh, yeah. We and you. so they follow him and he... Like, we have this 10-minute, five-minute whatever, and he never puts his hand on his fucking CB, and it drove me insane. Ah. It's like, hi, uh, this guy. I'm getting rammed. knows. Yeah. Uh, I need backup because these three people are in the car, and they're trying to kill me. Yep. Okay, and then he winds up dead, and then they're like, uh, yeah, we got a call from the chief of police <laughs> that said that you killed him, and then he wound up dead. So, come on. Yep. Come down. We went from day like, to well, we what's your night. Proof? We went from like, day to night. There's fucking night to day to night again, thing, right? Too. Yes, we did that too. Yeah, they, they mean, kill they kill the mayor or they kill the police chief uh, quite with the limo in the daytime after just leaving the manhole cover at night yes. to return to the carnival at night now. Yep. <laughs> and now now it's nighttime yet again. And again we, we I gotta give the movie like props for its spectacle. Like the carnival looks great and it's packed with people. Like, yeah, looks amazing. Kind of like the wedding, uh, the wrestling. Yeah. Place was packed and busy and looked great. Yep. Um, and there's a monkey. <laughs> I mean, they had the money for a monkey. He doesn't talk, but it's so cool. So now, sledgehammer or jackhammer or some kind of hammer, the DJ is broadcasting from a completely empty carnival <laughs> uh, that the evil real estate guy set up. Brown comes to him and freaks out. He's like, why aren't there more people here? And it's like, I'm a DJ, buddy. How about you advertise? (laughs) Like, maybe handbills or something? Like, don't put this all on the fucking DJ. It's kind of like when Knucklehead reopened Granny's Burritos across the street and had me redo the open mic night, but never told anybody about it whatsoever. So I went to host an open mic night that nobody in the world knew about. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) All right. 
Why isn't there any people here? <laughs> no. I think he wanted you to advertise for him. Um, okay, so uh, Hodges and them Gator boys are rigging up some sort of explosive device on a rope. It's on a timer, but somehow they finally do it, and somehow being bitten by the alligator destroys the detonator. It, yeah, it bit the fuse or it, something. It, uh, you know what? You need to get a bomb off a bank robbery suspect. If you don't do it that way, it's not going to work. Exactly. We needed a bank robbery scene. We needed a person who came into the uh, into the <laughs> into Evidence the precinct, room. yeah, and was like, "I'm gonna blow you all up." Oh, that's right. It wasn't a bank robbery. I'm mixing my movies up. We watched yeah. too many movies around here. Yeah. <laughs> round the hell, round the hell, Richard Lynch and the Gator Boys. <laughs> Fuck! I would listen to an album by Richard Lynch and the Gator Boys. Yeah, I'd buy that. I bet it would be Dad Blues, but I'd still listen to it. <laughs> Um, oh yeah! <laughs> if he was doing his really bad Cajun <laughs> yeah. accent the whole time. Oh, he is. Oh, I'd I'd <laughs> own six copies of that. Um, okay. So, whatever doesn't doesn't explode, and so now the uh, the Regent Park Crazy Boys, the local gang, are keeping people away from the weird little RV where you sell your house. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Of, Brown yeah. is pissed. The mayor's, like, sad because he took part in a murder earlier today and is complicit in all sorts of other things. That's okay. He gets killed. It's okay. And, he, uh, yeah, Vince is like, we need to talk. Come on. You look sad. Let me take you on a little ride on a Ferris wheel, <laughs> which is stupid and adorable. And they go up there, and he's like, he, he does that thing that he people do in action He does a dumbass thing movies. where they say, like, you're going to go down for this. But he tells him that in a place that he can't possibly get away from. So it's like, dude, tell him that after you get off the fair. Or when, Don't you know, tell, tell him, that. him ever. Yeah, or Go just, along with him and then tell the police. Yeah, or just tell him on the phone when you're 50 miles away. <laughs> have, no, the, the mayor, have the feds tell him. The mayor him. tells him that I'm going to tell the police everything and you're going down while he's stuck on a Ferris wheel with him. So what does Vince do? Plugs him in the gut yep. with the gun. And the mayor, uh, to, to, you know, oh. he, he takes it like a man. He was oh he was so suicidal at that point he, he had just gotten like, just to the do point it. where he was I like I deserve it I deserve <laughs> we both do yep he was like I deserve it so we you're gonna shoot do. yourself too right uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure <laughs> um okay now we know we don't see Vince leave the Ferris wheel either I want to know how that works when like the when the when the attendant you know lifts the bar and you get to leave the Ferris wheel like he's like was oh. he just like oh my friend's sleeping just leave him there please. <laughs> <laughs> How, do you How did you explain that? How do you explain <laughs> that? There's a fucking carny down there. My friend really wants to take another ride. No, no, he's not sleeping. That's just how he normally is. He just really wants to go around again in a circle. <laughs> Can I Everyone there saw him get on the Ferris wheel. With the mayor. <laughs> they saw him get off the mayor with the mayor dead. Everybody must have heard a fucking gunshot. Oh, yeah, there's no I, silencer. I mean, <laughs> this movie... It doesn't care. Just, <laughs> it's just like, oh my god! How it are we going to explain so that stupid. by cutting to another scene? By, <laughs> just, <Duh. laughs> yeah, just cut away. <sighs> so sad. Okay, so here we get the big poison tip thingy, and oh yeah, okay. And this was this was the thing. This if what she said earlier was not taken out of context. If they didn't change this plot, mm -hmm. then what 
Sheriff Lobo here says is the dumbest fucking thing anyone has ever said in the history of film. That's a bold statement. Oh my god, he literally has a line. I didn't get it exact. I wish I had. Just make um, it up. Basically, I'm I'm gonna paraphrase here. So he's like, "This alligator has a bomb in it. Will this will sticking it with this poison thing help it explode?" And she goes, "It might." <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> it might. It might. I mean, look. Sometimes when you, you have know, different chemicals <laughs> in your body, and you've eaten a bomb, those chemicals might just activate that bomb. In a world of infinite possibilities, yeah. anything could happen. He could turn into a pile of balloons and float away. This syringe is filled with chemical fuse. It will refuse the fuse of the bomb. <laughs> I mean, it's no no dumber than anything else. But okay, so, but <laughs> will this make it explode? Uh, it might. It might. <laughs> it's a mutant. It's a thing. She's like a fucking used car salesman. Yeah. Uh, does this thing have turbo? It might. <laughs> mm, yes. Put it in H. <laughs> so uh, we get a big music number by. The most 80s duet you'll ever see in your life. The guy's got a fucking headless Steinberger and he's playing keyboards and she's got Louver sunglasses on and it's like, man. Were there only two people? I think there were only two people. Yeah, when you can't afford a whole band, just pretend. Right. Like yeah. So it's like, well, there's a guitar part. Well, he's got a guitar on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. That works. As long the as he's holding got it. the drums, see? <laughs> Perfect. Um, and so now we get the montage so that we can see all of the carnival. Um, it's a. I can't wait for this little tiny alligator to come and start wrecking shit. <laughs> I like their fake Madonna song that they did. And then, like, we see that, like, they have carnival barkers from the 1920s. Oh, yeah. To the point where. Come see the dancing snake lady for, for, for 10. What's, what's he say? One he tenth a, of a one dollar. One tenth of a dollar. Come so, see the dancing snake lady. That's it. 10 cents yeah i mean i get that this was a free carnival sort of so they're like maybe he's compensating that i hope that snake lady isn't getting paid from the ticket sales because <laughs> that would suck um so okay uh we finally see our dynamite stuffed alligator come into the park uh we get this funny scene with a big muscle dude doing the test your strength bell he falls in the water the alligator scares him and he falls over and knocks the whole thing ah, in the water. That's funny. Um, and there's a clown on a big unicycle. <laughs> there sure is. Uh, the crowd goes... We don't see the monkey get eaten. I thought that monkey was going to get chomped. I can't afford that. <laughs> um, but I do... Barely anybody gets chomped. Everybody just gets no, tail they... slapped. Yes, it's true. And they also, like, really full-on, like, Toho this. This is like a Godzilla scene where it's, mm -hmm. like, everyone's just running and screaming. Yep. And that's it. Like, I mean, I'm sure that was their, like, ah, look at this fun reference. Because it looked like it was kind of a Toho reference. But the alligator wasn't big. That's the big problem here. <laughs> Even with their forced perspective. Like, they, they fucked up the forced perspective because it was so low to the ground. Yeah. That even though it's taking up half the screen, it you it can looks tell like you're where wheeling it, is it on a in, skateboard. Yeah, it, it's biting their ankles. It's you a foot can tall. Tell that it's a foot <laughs> tall. It's not helping. It's so ass. <sighs> yeah. 
and not one and they don't do anything to like make it they don't make a smaller carnival and have a the alligator walk through it like a toho you know what i mean there's nothing to make this alligator look big and no. it doesn't no it doesn't it's pathetic boo you had a huge gator the last time so good yeah yeah part one was so good that it's so sad that they fucked it up this way imagine but, if that's what jaws 2 was they're like jaws 2 was that much worse than jaws 1 <laughs> I think. But the shark was still big. It was still big. Oh, if they went with like a, a yeah, shark. Yeah, they're all of a like... sudden, it's like, but now it's a basking shark. <laughs> now it's like three feet long. Yeah, exactly. That's what this movie did. Yeah, basically. Okay, so now the gang confronts the real estate guy. He pulls a gun on them, and uh, Lobo comes up from behind him, distracts him. He shoots the gun by accident. He's like, it's all over for you. And somehow they wind up dropping Vinny in the water. Yep. And he's hoisted on his own petard. His uh, his dumping of chemicals to make a giant alligator has finally come around to bite him in the ass. Quite literally, he's torn apart by a mutant alligator. I guess. We don't really see much. We do not see it, unfortunately. Uh, now, uh, Lobo, Rookie, and Richard Lynch are out on the water in a little motorboat. Uh, of course, the gator eats the boat because they can't see because it's dark. Now they're all in the water. The, the helicopter shows up, apparently, because the chief finally got them a helicopter. Um, <laughs> it's the Apache. <laughs> it comes in and just starts launching uh, air to surface <laughs> missiles. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't have No. It's, it's yeah. a boring copter. It is a boring copter. Um, but so. It swoops down, and uh, Lynch gets eaten. Yeah, that was so sad. Yep. But he goes down fighting. He stabs that alligator a fuck ton. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Lobo swims under the water and pokes the gator with the the, yep. the needle thingy. <laughs> Which does nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing happens whatsoever. The alligator makes a, 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 a sound. It, scre- it, it screams so kind sad. of like Jaws when he roars. Yep. But, uh... Yeah, and then the helicopter does that thing I was talking earlier, where it picks up the rookie cop, yep. goes up, goes up in the air again, then finds Lobo, yep. and then comes down, and we get the same dumbass, boring rescue scene twice in a row with no yeah. gator jumping out of the water. It's so <sighs> bland. That's the problem with this movie. It, it has some fun scenes, but when it wants to be bland, fuck, yeah. it is bland, dude. And especially, it is unfair for it to be this boring at the end. At the climax, yeah, exactly. Like this this ending was so. Like I thought the I thought the climax of the first movie was kind of poor. Yeah. Oh my god. But then they just fly away, and they're like, "Okay, well now let's grab our bazookas." Now we from have bazookas somewhere. Like I. And so I guess the, the I missed it twice. The chopper sets down. But the, there were just bazookas on the, the on the chopper. Oh, he did request them earlier, I think. And or so maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. Hit a laundry list of things. Exactly. So <laughs> apparently it sets them down right back in the sewer. They know exactly where it is. The alligator has gone back to its place. To its, that's what it does. Back to its lair. They track it back there, and then they. They shoot it with bazookas, and it explodes, because that's what things do when you shoot them with bazookas. That's not how you end a movie. Roll credits. Yeah, and that's basically it. And then we get a cool stinger, right? Like some alligator eggs, or nope? No, the coolest stinger that we get is... Uh, they come out of the they come out of the swamp and the entire community is chanting yeah. solo lobo solo lobo and like tear Vincent Brown's banner down because he yeah. did. They're all hugging their respective ladies. Tender music plays. Uh, he calls the rookie cop partner, 
which is a big step forward for him. Yeah, because he has that reputation that we don't really. Ever I guess learn that's about. shattered. <laughs> Whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, they tear down the uh, the dumb real estate banners. And what we miss out on is probably the best fucking party that anyone has ever seen. I mean, come on. You got a free carnival there that you can hang yeah. out on? I mean, there's probably corpses everywhere. You just got to kind of <laughs> tuck those away somewhere. And then just operate that cotton candy machine yourself. Whee! I'm going <laughs> to ride the Ferris wheel. Just get that hand out of the cotton candy machine. and. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is Alligator 2, the quickening, the spawning. The mutation. The, the new batch. The thing. The <laughs> the thing, a machine. Yeah, Alligator 2, the machine. Welcome to the machine. I like this movie. I don't know why. I don't, because it's just too wimpy. Like, it doesn't give you... You're right. It doesn't give you any, uh... You know, there's no babes. It's weak as There's hell. no gore. There's yeah. no. There's nothing to it. It's a, it it's definitely a, violates the Joe Bob Briggs beast mm-hmm. breasts and whatever it is. Exactly. I'm not like, a Briggs fan, but I mean, I can I can agree. That's that's what I'm saying. It doesn't give you any of that shit. You know. Yeah. It doesn't even give you any swear words. This thing yeah. was made for, for little. This is Babyland frolics. This could have been a made-for-TV movie. Oh, definitely. It's got I mean, that feeling. Except that it looks way too expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I think they just spent their money poorly. They made choices that were, they could have saved money on wrestling and carnival. Yeah. And, you know. More gate. There's no good gator action. You probably, you probably see the gator, I would say a combined two minutes of its 90 minute runtime. I mean. You barely ever see the gator in this movie. And I feel like what you see of the gator I mean, maybe and his little I, nose popping up eating a beach ball—that doesn't right, count. Right, right, right. But I feel like maybe I'm crazy. But the entire time that you see the actual gator, I think that's footage from the first oh, movie. There definitely is footage from the that, first like, movie. That like when it's just kind when of walking, walking through the sewer through and the, the, the beams sewer. passing yeah, by yeah. in the foreground. That's straight from the first movie. Yep. Uh, so, so, weak but you don't, you know, how cool is it when you actually saw the gator walking around the wedding party? You know what I mean? That's yeah. what, that's what you don't see in this movie ever. <laughs> Oh my god, because it was so huge. And yeah. It, like, why didn't they just save that damn gator? <laughs> no, it's just so it just fails on all fronts. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we got this villain that gets his comeuppance, but like he's not that interesting. No, and, and, like that even doesn't really lead anywhere. We got his wife, the super scientist, that doesn't really lead anywhere. She de- she develops that super jab harpoon thing that, like you said, doesn't do anything. I mean, call me crazy. I mean, maybe this is maybe this is too like. Schwarzenegger action movie for this thing, but fucking put a grenade down his pants, feed him to the gator. Yeah. The gator has a bomb inside him, right? and then he explodes with the land developer, and you get a like a combo like payoff. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the the, it's not satisfying when the villain dies because one, he's not that villainous, and like two, he doesn't, you know what I mean? What if he got chopped in half and he was still alive, like, bobbing around just with no legs, like, screaming, and then the alligator swam away? You know, then you'd see, like, that torturous, like, yeah. oh, he got it really, really bad. Like, yeah. nope. <laughs> no, I mean, I... It just doesn't... It, it, the, the the subplot with the rookie hooking up with the, the girl yep. that goes fucking nowhere, that girl doesn't add anything. She doesn't come in to, like, save the day. Like, that character could have just been... The mayor didn't even need a daughter. Like, like yeah. 
That whole thing is just wasted. I need to find out more about this. I mean, the it's so broken. The Blu-ray, I think, is coming out from. Sh- it is Scream Factory. Yes, they're doing they're doing out? a double release of this in the first. Yep. Yeah, so I need that absolutely because you I'm can have hope, it. I fingers crossed. There's a commentary for this because mm-hmm. I would like to know about this ending. I would like to, I would like to know things too, but like I'm not going to go out of my way to get it because I probably will not watch this again. Like I just don't find it that fun. Like yeah, it definitely had some moments, and like you said, there's some funny lines, but that's a, that's another thing. There's no there's some there's like the, there, 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 Tommy was so level funny that's lines. That's what in this I mean. But there's too. no like genuinely funny things no, no, or no, anything no, no, that's no. like entertaining. That's no, what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's funny because bland. it isn't funny. It's yeah. funny because they fuck up. Yep. And again, I feel kind of bad for the main character. Because again, uh, Joey Baloney, he's a great fucking actor. I love that guy. I think His he's amazing. His name is great. I mean, Joey Baloney, you can't go wrong. No. You can't go wrong with Joey Baloney. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. We've already gone an hour and a half. Yeah. On a movie that probably wasn't, didn't clock in at an hour and a half. I, I will say that I definitely enjoyed this hour and a half of talking about it more than I enjoyed the actual <laughs> movie itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um,. Well, let's say that you can purchase items like... An Alligator 2 t-shirt. God, I wish. Um, <laughs> you some, have that power. <laughs> someday I will, you know. <laughs> I bet nobody cares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a feeling there's nobody who would even write an email to send a C&D because <laughs> they just don't fucking care. But, uh, I gotta sell the shop. I made 10,000 Alligator 2 shirts. <laughs> I sold one. I sold one to, to, to myself. I, okay, I took one. <laughs> uh, but yes, if if someday there is an Alligator 2 t-shirt, you will find it at CoastCityComics.com, your home for Alligator 2 merchandise. Also your home for Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirts that so you can true. wear, and then people will look at you and say, what's the Funbox Monster Podcast? The fuck is that? And you can direct them. You can say, hey... You know what you should do? You should listen to this thing and write a review about it unless you hate it. And then don't write a review about it. <laughs> and then buy yourself a Funbox Monster <laughs> Podcast t-shirt. Yes. Perfect. I love it. It's viral marketing. This yep. is if if anything this podcast is mostly a pyramid scheme. That's so, all we're doing it for. And you'll look fashionable wearing it. It's also, it's, it's bright in neon. And also, neon is making look, a crazy comeback. We want you to look fashionable. So that's we love important. you. We still think you look fashionable anyway, <laughs> but we think you'd be a lot cooler with the Funbox Monster Podcast T-shirt. Yeah, um, and also beat this horse. Beat this horse. Beat that fucking horse. Uh, and also uh, follow us at Coast City Comics on the Instagram and uh, and at Funbox Monster Podcast on and the Instagram. I am Matt Awkward VHS Fiend on the Instagrams, and you can go check out a uh, Facebook group I help run called the Video Vagrants. And it's a lot of fun there, too. Very exciting. I post pictures of snowy movies every day, because it's snow crazy January. Damn. Yeah, I'm the only one playing. It's great. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Yep, and Rad Wraith is coming out in February to a local comic shop near you. And uh, (laughs) also, I'm... Oh, my God. I shouldn't hold us any longer, but... I got an order today. This I feel like I might be violating some sort of thing by saying this. But let's just say that a dude that directs bad movies for the Sci-Fi Channel ordered a couple of records from me today. And I was like, 
oh shit, I'm totally going to be sending him a copy of Rad Wraith. It's going to get optioned. <laughs> it's going to get optioned for a $25 movie. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, um, thank I you guys. I want a part in it. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure anyone could get a part in it. <laughs> as long as they're willing to work for free. If, if it ever gets optioned, it'll be a $10,000 movie. Dude, you best. know I work on the cheap. Nice, I do. Uh, I haven't got a dime from you since we started this thing. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) I gave you a cheap watch once. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't work. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. Don't buy a watch from me. And (laughs) uh, we'll see you next time.